Welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast with Ignite Life KC. This podcast equips and encourages you to live your best life and glorify Jesus as you walk out your faith life in Him because it's in Him that we live, we move, and we have our being. That's Acts chapter 17, verse 28 in the NIV. See, I really believe that Jesus wants us to have life to the fullest. You've got to look at His words to us from John chapter 10, verse 10 in the Good News Translation. And here's what the Word says. The thief comes only in order to steal, to kill, and destroy. I have come that you might have life a life in all its fullness. And I want to welcome you to the season two. I want to welcome you to episode one of season two of the Life to the Fullest podcast. This Life to the Fullest podcast is growing every day and we now have over a thousand downloads of this podcast. We also have over a thousand followers across all of our social media platforms so you can be sure that we are growing every day everywhere that Ignite Life KC is present. And don't forget to click the links in the description box to follow us on social media today. And I want to tell you to take a moment and click on those links to start your own podcast. Now, Podbean has generously allowed us to affiliate with them, and we have the ability to now help you to start your own podcast. So make sure you click those links in the description box to start your own podcast today. It doesn't matter if you're an individual or a business, we have a podcast plan for you here on Podbean, and I wanna thank them for letting us be affiliated with us or letting us be affiliated with them so that we can help grow our platform as well as growing theirs. So let's get to the word today. What are we talking about today? We're talking about the theme of my Ignite Life Casey Daily Spark that I posted on social media. We're talking about raising up the next generation of leaders teachers and preachers. That's what we're talking about today. And I really believe that it is the duty of anyone who is a believer to raise up the next generation. As people who follow the way of the master, we are called to make disciples and raise up people who are apostles, prophets, evangelists, and teachers. And if you don't believe me, you've got to look at the words out of Ephesians chapter 4, 11 through 13 in the NLT. And we'll talk about how Paul and Barnabas did it too in the book of Acts. It says, now these are the gifts that Christ gave to the church, the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and the teachers, their responsibility is to equip God's people to do his work and to build his church. The body of Christ, this will continue until we all come to such unity in our faith and knowledge of God's Son that we will be mature in the Lord, measuring up to the full and complete standard of Christ. See, Christ wants us to measure up to the full and complete standard of him. The only way we can do that is through a relationship with him. And not only that, but we have to replicate the life that we live for him. So if you're an apostle, that means you're a messenger. If you're a prophet, that means you speak forth the truths of God. Not just not just prophetic words that deal with the future, but speaking forth the truth of God to those who need to heal. 
heal. What is an evangelist? He's a bringer, he or she. They are bringers of good news. And pastors and, shep- and teachers are, most, are more closely aligned with shepherds, like the one you read about in Psalms 23. You see, the Lord is our good pastor and our good teacher, and we have to learn from him. That's what he wants us to do. And Paul and Barnabas fulfilled this duty to its fullness. Everywhere they went, wherever they planted a church, they also equally raised up pastors and leaders who led their churches with fearlessness and with boldness. And as a result, the gospel went to the ends of the earth, and so they fulfilled the Great Commission. You see, we've got to do the same thing today. It's high time that we, his followers, raise up the next generation of pastors, teachers, and leaders who will fearlessly and boldly lead and find and fulfill their gifts and their callings, no matter what they might be and no matter what that looks like, whether in ministry or in industry. And so how do we do that? You have to look at what Matthew 28, 18 through 20. What is the formula for raising up leaders, pastors, and teachers? Jesus gave it to us. Matthew 28, 18 through 20 said, or says, Jesus came to his disciples and he said, I have been given all authority in heaven and in earth. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Teach teach these new disciples to obey all the commands I have given you and be sure of this. I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Number one, we have to recognize the authority that Jesus has been given. He has been given all authority. We, number two, we have to recognize what he has called us to do. Jesus didn't call us to plant churches. He called us to make disciples. He says, therefore go and make disciples of all nations. You got to baptize them in the name of the Father and the Son. That's water baptism. The first two parts of that, baptizing them in the name of the Father and in the Son, that's being baptized in water. The last part is being baptized in fire. So you're being baptized in fire and in water so that you can be purified and set apart for his glory. You see, when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, you are baptized in fire, equipping and empowering you to go and take his message, his good news message to your neighbors and the nations. Jesus said, In Acts chapter 1-8, you will be filled with the Holy Spirit and you will be my witnesses. In Judea, oh, I'm sorry, in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. And so we are equipped and empowered by the Holy Spirit to teach these new disciples to obey everything that Jesus has taught to us, which is found in his word, the Bible. And so... The last part is knowing that Jesus will be with you. Look at what he says in in the end of these verses. He says, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. But then, that's not all. I love that. That's not all. This is what he says in Mark chapter 16, 15 through 20 in the NLT. He says, and then he told him, go into all the world and preach the good news. 
to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name, and they will speak in new languages. They will be able to handle snakes with safety, and if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They will be able to place their hands on the sick, and they will be healed. When the Lord Jesus had finished talking with them, he was taken up to heaven and sat down in the place of honor at God's right hand. And the disciples went everywhere and preached, and the Lord worked through them, confirming what they had said by many miraculous signs. So he told them the exact same thing there. He said, go and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized, that's baptized in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, they will be saved. Anyone who refuses to believe, they will be condemned. So you're supposed to go and cast out demons in his name. You're supposed to go and speak in new tongues. I wouldn't recommend handling snakes. That's not something I do every single day as a part of my Pentecostal beliefs. I'm not a snake handler, and I definitely don't go around finding the bottle that says, oh, poison, drink this. No, that's not recommended there. What he's talking about is that if anyone, if anyone tries to harm you, I will protect you. That's literally what that means. There was a story in the book of Acts where Paul got shipwrecked and a very poisonous snake from that island came up and bit him as he was gathering firewood, guess what? He didn't die because he was filled and empowered and equipped with the Holy Spirit. It didn't hurt him. So that's the kind of story that we're talking about. Like, yo, hey, if you're like going up and intentionally trying to handle rattlesnakes, I wouldn't recommend it. But if you're outside doing lawn work and a poisonous snake bites you, you can pray in Jesus' name to be healed. Or you can also... And I would recommend this to go to a doctor and make sure you're okay because, you know, getting bit by a snake really stinks. And I would hate to see people get poisoned and or die. That would that would not be cool. So if inadvertently you get uh, bitten by a snake, go, go seek professional medical help, but also pray in the Holy Spirit. That's what I'm saying. When the Lord had finished talking with them. So that's my that's my opinion on that. Don't, don't, yeah. So the last part, that is definitely for us. Being able to lay our hands on the sick and watch them be healed. I would recommend that every single time. If you see somebody that's in need and you want to pray for them, hey, go for it. Make that place where you're at a, a place of prayer and pray for them to get healed. And so then you want to be like the disciples. You see, when Jesus went up to heaven, he sat down at the right hand of, of God in the place of honor. We want to be like the disciples and go everywhere and preach. And the Lord will work through you, confirming what he says by many miraculous signs and wonders. So what are we saying here? We're raising up the next generation of leaders, teachers, and preachers. And I want to make this declaration before we go and finish up. You see, we want every person to pursue everything that God wants them to do. We want all people to be everything that God wants them to be. And God has great plans for the Gen Z generation and for Generation Alpha. 
We're there, folks. Jesus Christ is coming back, and he could come at any moment. And I love the words of Revelation 1, 4 through 8 in the NLT. And here's what it says as I close. We're almost done, I promise. It says, Grace and peace to you from the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come. From the sevenfold spirit before his throne, and from Jesus Christ. He is the faithful witness to these things, the first to rise from the dead, the ruler of all the kings of the world, all glory to him who loves us and has freed us from our sins by shedding his blood for us. He has made us a kingdom of priests for God his Father. All glory and power to him forever and ever. Amen. Look, he comes with the clouds of heaven and everyone will see him, even those who pierced him. All the nations of the world will mourn for him. Yes and amen. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end, says the Lord God. I am the one who is, who always was, and who is still to come. And that's Revelation 1, 4 through 8 in the NLT. He goes on to say in Revelation 21, 5 through 7, here it is again. And the one sitting on the throne said, Look, I am making everything new. And then he said to me, Write this down for what I tell you is trustworthy and true. And he also said, It is finished. The same thing he said on the cross, he says at the end of the age. He says, It is finished. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of water. That's a prophetic utterance from the book of Isaiah that he's uttering again in the book of Revelation. So he's connecting Isaiah to Revelation. To all who are thirsty, I will give freely from the springs of the water of life. To all who are victorious. They will inherit all these blessings and I will be their God and they will be my children. You see, God has great and glorious plans for each and every one of us. We are a kingdom of priests and we can worship him day and night, night and day, no matter what. And then lastly, he says in Revelation 22, 12 and 13 in the NLT, he says, look, I am coming soon, bringing my reward with me to repay all people according to their deeds. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the first and the last, the beginning and the end. That's Revelation 22, 12 through 13 in the NLT. So what are we getting at? Jesus is coming back and the message that we preach, that we teach, and that we tell on this podcast is that Jesus saves. We believe that everyone falls short of God's glory. That's Romans 3.23. We believe that we are all sinners who are in need of a Savior. That's Romans 5.8. And we believe that Jesus came to save us from our sins. So Lord, we just thank you today that you have great plans for us. Help us, Lord, to raise up a generation of people who will pursue everything that God wants them to do. Help us, Lord, to show people 
how to be everything that you want them to be. And God, we believe that you have great plans for Generation Z and Generation Alpha. We believe that you are coming back again and that you are bringing your reward with you because we know that you are raising up a generation of worshipers. We know that you're raising up a generation of apostles, pastors, teachers, prophets, and evangelists. And we believe that you can do anything for our good and for your glory. And we believe that in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Hey, I never like ending a podcast episode without giving you the opportunity to say the salvation prayer. So say this prayer with me today. Say, dear Jesus, I believe in you and I give you my life. Thank you for your life, your death on the cross, and your resurrection from the grave. Forgive me of my sins. Fill me with your Holy Spirit, and thank you for saving me. It's in Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Hey, I want you to do me a favor. Get over to my website, IgniteLifeKC.com. Tell me where you're listening from. Tell me where you first downloaded this podcast. Did you get it on Spotify? Did you get it on Apple Apple Podcast? Did you get it on YouTube Podcast? Where did you get this podcast in your life today? Because we want to know. That would be so amazing if you would tell us where you're listening from and which podcast platform you're listening on. It is time for me to go. It has been such a joy and a pleasure for me to bring episode one of season two to you today. Let me tell you, it has been a blast. Thank you guys so, so much for watching. I've got to get up out of here. Peace. Oh.